0: Microsoft shutting down its retail operation, Lockhart shows up, and Apple, well, they give us an arm. Happy Friday, everybody, and depending on where you are or what your job is in the world, um, this could have been a really big shakeup for you. So, uh, well, we'll just kick things off here. It's the end of June. We're on the cusp of Microsoft ending its fiscal year, which means that things are changing. And the biggest change that Microsoft just announced this morning is that all of their retail operations, so a Microsoft store, a place you can walk into and touch and feel and work with Microsoft products, they are all being shut down. Now, Microsoft is committing to keeping some... Sort of like experience centers open, like in New York, I think, and some other places, but it's not quite clear if those are the actual stores, if they're going to keep flagships, but the primary amount or the basis of their retail operations will be closed, and so there's not a lot of speculation here, right? They're shutting it down. The the, the stores never had good foot traffic. If you've ever gone to a Microsoft store, they had to have been a loss operation financially, they didn't make sense. Given the current climate and everything that else is going on in the retail sector, Microsoft is clearly just using that and saying, look, it just doesn't make sense anymore. We are going to be shutting it down. And that announcement came official today and, uh, well, pretty much wraps up Microsoft's retail stint, if you will. Now, obviously you can still go to different places like Best Buy and other stores and buy Microsoft products, but yeah, that is uh, the big deal. And (laughs) we'll talk about this maybe a little bit more in the podcast, but one of the awkward things here is later this year, Microsoft will be launching a brand and new console right the new console consumer facing and they're not going to have any retail stores to showcase that in unique ways which means they're going to be dependent on stores like best buy and potentially gamestop uh, uh, to really highlight their console versus sony who does not have a dedicated retail space um, like microsoft did But whatever, Uh, that's the decision that Microsoft has made today. And so if you've been looking to go to a Microsoft retail store, well, you're not going to be doing that anymore. On the other things that are going on around uh, the Microsoft ecosystem, uh, Microsoft Defender for ATP or Advanced Threat Protection is now available in preview on Android uh, Enterprise. Edge Enterprise Sync is finally available for Microsoft 365 Business Premium customers, and if you use Outlook on the web, a new feature called Send Later, which a lot of third-party email applications already have will now be coming natively to uh, that platform on the web. Also, there is a new build of Windows 10 out, but there is absolutely nothing new. It is just build fixes, or build fixes, bug fixes, if you will, and so don't really feel like you're missing anything out if you haven't installed that yet in the dev channel previously known as the fast ring and so you can go search and update that but you're not going to find anything super fun uh, inside of there. Dominating the first half of the week was Apple and I'm not going to drill into all the details and announcements I just want to point out some comparisons here into the Microsoft world because Apple is making the big move to very little surprise over to the ARM architecture. Now Microsoft obviously has already done this several times or at least Windows RT we have the Surface Pro X and all that. And so Apple is now doing that as well, except Apple has been much more bold and clear about their vision. They were saying within two years, they will be completely migrated. Apple is taking a very uh, aggressive approach. They have a lot of back end technology already built up, so you can just bring apps over. I think the key or the ace in the sleeve, if you will, for Apple is going to be the fact that you can run iPad and iOS, or just iOS apps, I should say, uh, natively on the new ARM Max. And so yeah, that's gonna be a big deal for Apple users because hey, they've already got an app, rich app ecosystem, it's up and, up and running and all that good stuff. So the obvious comparison here is, why can't Microsoft do this? Is this a fair comparison to say, hey look, Apple is just going to steamroll it right on over. Well, it's complicated. Yes, it's very clear that Microsoft has tried to move over to ARM. That is not some sort of secret, some uh, trade secret, if you will. Microsoft has worked with Qualcomm, they've worked with NVIDIA in the past, they've worked, even worked with Texas Instruments way back in the day. And so now that Apple is doing it, this is coming back into fruition. So the key, the key here is that Apple operates in a locked and isolated ecosystem. They control everything. They don't have third-party partners selling uh, Mac OS PCs that they have to support. They don't have NVIDIA creating uh, 75 different GPUs that they have to support. Or same with AMD. The benefit of Windows, as we all know, and I'm not telling you guys anything new here, is that it's open. You can just go plug and play and you can get different parts and all that stuff. But that creates a significant amount of complexity for Microsoft. My- Microsoft. Microsoft because they have an operating system that's foundation is built in supporting all that unlike Apple who has a foundation of building a set of hardware and software that is isolated in the number of SKUs or different parts that it will support especially especially on the arm side and so now that Apple is already building iOS effectively. Uh, for larger screen devices, you know, you have the iPad and all that stuff, and now they're scaling it up to the Mac, which it will be macOS, and it's not, you know, they're not going to call it iOS, but again, they have the locked CPU, and they pretty much have all the other components known, so it is a significantly easier transition for Apple to go ahead and just do this, and they have much clearer guidance from management, saying this is where everything is going, we don't even need to worry about Intel anymore, well, granted, I shouldn't say they don't completely need to worry about it, they are going to support it for several years ahead, but the roadmap is clear, A-series chip, that apple designs and builds and i believe they outsource the fabrication um, is the path forward and that is a much easier path than what microsoft is trying to do by retaining its openness now the question becomes should microsoft sort of close down and clamp up and and limit that I don't think that's the right move for Microsoft. They made their popularity by using third parties, having a a wide range of support. It's just the different worlds. Now, don't get me wrong. I am absolutely going to riff on Microsoft because they've been trying to do this since roughly 2012 and really haven't materialized in any meaningful way. And Apple is going to do it in two years. That being said, it is a much harder path for Microsoft to get there than it is for somebody like Apple. But the optics remain poor for Microsoft that Apple can just simply do this. And um, yeah, so there you go. Um, that is sort of the big move iOS 14 finally getting widgets Apple The one thing I will say is that Apple has done them in a way as they traditionally do that is smart and by smart I mean they copy pretty much live tiles sort of in a way basically they have widgets but the widgets aren't the unique thing is that they I believe they might be called galleries or whatever but effectively like layered widgets you can kind of swipe through and so you have one large widget and you can swipe through it or it resizes automatically depending on where you put it on the screen it, it's very reminiscent of like they took the best of Windows phone which I think had the best kind of experience and then just turned them into like more traditional widgets if you will and so that is coming to iOS 14 which is a big deal. Apple also relented this week on two different fronts well there's more than two but two notable fronts is that you will now be able to change the defaults for your uh, browser and email application on iOS devices thankfully finally but the other interesting one and this one impacts me more personally is that on Apple TV you can now get 4K YouTube. Now this there was a standstill between what Apple TV support on their 4K boxes and what YouTube provided that the, the content didn't mesh uh, the codecs weren't there they weren't aligned we can't find the right wording now apple is going to support the codec that uh, youtube uses and so you'll be able to get 4k youtube uh, without having to jump out and, and do some things on the native tv app i'm talking specifically about my lg if you went to the native youtube app you could get 4k but on the apple tv app it was 4- 1080p that goes away with the next tv os update you'll get 4k across the board and that is that on the gaming side it has been a week of microsoft slaughterhouse um we started off with the store closing and we all know by now because i did a video on it early on this channel is that mixer is also closing now you might say are these time is this timing coincidental well no not at all it's because microsoft's fiscal year is coming to an end starting july 1 they start a new fiscal year and they're changing strategy which means no more retail stores and it also means no more mixer and so the, the yeah, Mixer's gone. Retail stores are gone. Microsoft's making some pretty big and tough changes because that is obviously going to be a reduction in headcount uh, for the company. Um, there's also been more Lockhart references found. Uh, a user on Twitter called, uh, we'll call Bill Hilbert. He doesn't have any vowels. It's Billy Hilbert, B-I-L-Y-H-L-B-R-T, found more references to Lockhart in some of the latest update for uh, the Xbox One X. So there's Lockhart profiling references in that code base. He was able to pull them out. It aligns to the game developer documentation that I wrote about earlier in the week. And so Lockhart is smattered all over. Uh, the, it's just smattered all over. And so I'm hoping that in July, because Phil Spencer has been kind of hyping this one up a little bit, not like some of the crazy rumors we've been seeing online, but July appears to be a big month. We're definitely going to see some first-party titles. Uh, There's been some Halo. It looks like Halo Infinite will be on display based on what that Halo Twitter account is tweeting, and so we should be on the lookout for that. We don't have an exact date. July 12th is floating around, and that feels about right. Um, Obviously, it's not going to happen in the first half because we have the 4th of July here in the United States, and I believe in Canada it might be July 3rd. Anyways, so there's a holiday in the U.S. early on, so it's not going to be happening then. So... Definitely going to be more mid to late July is the targeted time frame uh, that makes the most sense that is going on. So be on the lookout for that. And obviously, as that information comes, I will keep all of you updated. So we are going to dive into the questions this week. Let me refresh the thread, which I always tweet that out. Twitter handle is at BDSams, and we will just take a look here. Triple Tripleplay says, any idea what the Edinburgh... Uh, I've been to that city, by, by the way. It's a like, lovely place. Codename is relation to Xbox. Shows up in the Xbox dev kit and Xbox... OS leaks. No, I haven't figured out what Edinburgh is. Um, I, I need to keep looking around with that. Uh, Pogatha says, "Is it possible that Seashell changes the taskbar as well as the Start menu?" Um, it's definitely possible. I, I would need a more specific question, like if you're trying to understand, if, is it related to theming? Is it related to uh, some of the stuff we've been hearing about Windows 10X? If you have a little bit more specific question, I can try to help you out. But Seashell can change the taskbar uh, if Microsoft really wants it to. Uh, Delta Prime says, I have an Xbox library that goes from Halo CE. Wow. On the original Xbox to around 2015 on the Xbox One. When I switched over to PC gaming, so my is when... Oh, around 2015 in Xbox One. That is when I switched over to PC gaming, so my interests have been next-gen Xbox... Uh, is mostly, how will they handle all the old games? Do you know if Lockhart is expected to give the same experience and backwards compatibility as the Series X or not? So here's his question. He's got a whole bunch of Xbox games a whole spanning a whole generation, couple generations actually, if you're back to Halo CE and he's looking at the next box, next gen Xbox stuff. The question is, is it going to support it in a way that makes sense? And uh, the answer is yes. Microsoft has a rich history of backwards compatibility. They've already talked about this, how games they get optimized will be up, at, I believe, minimum six frames per second but up to 120 frames per second uh, once they get optimized for that which by the way Microsoft Marketing put out a really good video for the uh, optimization stuff just it's a hype video it's nothing crazy but they did a good job with it anyways um, you should be fine Lockhart should be fine too we don't know the full story about how uh, Lockhart will deal with optimization but I suspect that considering Microsoft is going so big with this 60 frames per second and up to 120 frames per second um, with the optimized games that hey that's going to be supported on Lockhart as well. Although we should be finding out here soon. NGC224 says, any Duo news? Last thing I heard about Duo is that it was ready to go out the door. Um, whether or not that's still happening right now, because given you got to you got to read the room, right? you got to read the room. Microsoft just shut down its retail stores. Uh, the whole world is uh, like 20 million plus people in the United States are unemployed. It might even be higher than that. I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head. Um, is it a great time to be launching a new phone, a new expensive device? I don't know. Um, Yeah, so keep that in mind. I haven't heard when it's going to launch, but it's pretty close. Like, they had a big milestone, I believe, early June, and we're past that. And so it looks like it's ready to go out the door. It's just when Microsoft is willing to push that button. Kadupa with a handful of questions, and he says, "You Sorry about this. But, Kadupa, do not be sorry. Uh, questions are always the best part of my week. Any idea how Windows on ARM project is going? It feels like Microsoft is fail, is flailing around while Apple is running hard and setting goals. You are Your optics are precise, my friend. Um, and they are exactly what everybody in the outside world is taking. Now, you, if you're listening to this, you've already heard my earlier talk about uh, what I was saying, you know, how Microsoft has just a different approach to it but that being said the optics remain poor for microsoft now how is the project going it's still underway i know that microsoft is still working on i don't have any specifics um, because at this point it's effectively just I, I'm going to bite my tongue here. It's effectively just replicating what we see on uh, traditional Windows, right? Windows on ARM is supposed to operate and feel and just look like it's an Intel processor, um, but on ARM. And so the next big thing that we're waiting for, I believe, is 64-bit emu- app-, app emulation. We didn't hear anything about that at Build, but I know that was the next target uh, for that uh, product. Uh, why can't Microsoft design their own custom chips instead of relying on Intel and AMD or Qualcomm or for chips chipsets like the QS1 or whatever? So there's effectively nothing... There's nothing like, like literally stopping Microsoft from going to ARM, licensing the technology, and building their own chip. The problem is, is that they would probably have to acquire some um, additional assets, if you will. And while Microsoft does build their own PCs, building their own processor would be a quantum leap for Microsoft in taking the plunge of building their own hardware. And that I think could be a serious blow um, to effectively Microsoft's partners. You got to remember, while Microsoft does sell PCs, they sell the Surface stuff. It's not a huge portion of their business, right? They're doing at best, they've yet to do $2 billion in revenue, not net income in revenue in a quarter on a when they typically do like 26 ish 26 to $30 billion a quarter. So it's a very I know 2 billion sounds like a lot, but it's a small portion of their overall scheme of of making money. And so does it make sense for them to go crazy in investing into this stuff when the return on it is relatively small and compared to things like Azure and compared to things like Office 365 and compared to other enterprise services. That is where Microsoft makes their money. They don't make their money selling hardware. They make their money selling software and services. So for them to go out and build their own custom chips like Apple's done, and keep in mind, it has taken Apple a significant amount of time to get to where they are. They didn't just you know, build A-series chips and put them into a laptop. They started with phones and it took a while and it took, them, it took some serious effort for them to get there. And that's not something Microsoft can just go buy a company unless they buy like NVIDIA, but that would be nuts uh, and, and replicate that type of success. Um, so just keep in mind, it, Apple has been on a journey and they have a very locked ecosystem. And not to mention, if Microsoft would build their own chips for their own processes, that's more overhead for them to ship Windows on ARM. Now granted, you could argue that, hey, they're going to get a better experience in Windows on ARM because they own the whole process. But it sounds like, from my understanding, that they worked extremely close with Qualcomm for the SQ1. And so would they get a better return on their investment than working with Qualcomm and then not upsetting their partners? You got to remember that their partners sell a lot of stuff on behalf of Microsoft. And what they've already made them angry with traditional PCs if they would go out and build their own CPU and then go up against, say, companies like AMD who's building the chip for their Xbox console, or Intel, who they buy a lot of chips from and put into their data centers and all that good stuff, it would be it would be dicey. And again, you got to remember Microsoft doesn't make their money selling hardware, unlike Apple, who absolutely does. So it's not impossible, it's just, I don't necessarily think it's potentially the right business move for Microsoft. Uh, he says, with Apple introducing Macs running on ARM, will their monopolistic behavior increase? I don't think it's going to decrease. Let's just put it that way, uh, Apple did relent some a little bit on their App Store policies, but I don't think anything significant, and the, it's not going to change uh, antitrust regulations that are currently looking into what Apple is doing. I don't see them going into a complete silo and saying, "Hey, this is going to make us more friendly." At the end of the day, I think it actually potentially increases their put their their argument saying, "Look, if we're going to host all this stuff because it's the only place you can get it, you owe us more money." We will see how that all shakes out, um, but that is that is. <laughs> Definitely a thing to keep an eye on. He says, What companies, uh, why companies not making good Windows Hello cameras which don't cost $270? So he's looking, for, if you're looking for a Windows Hello camera, I believe, just, I don't know if the Brio does support it, but we haven't seen. Realistically, we haven't seen a lot of Windows Hello cameras hit the market other than some high-end crazy things. I think Intel has one as well. Microsoft has one. Like, they have a consumer, well, let me just call it a USB-based Windows Hello camera that is available, like, if you have a Surface Hub. And I was pretty sure it was going to come to retail and they were just going to start selling it because, heck, I would buy one. Um, But they haven't shipped it yet for reasons I don't quite understand. Uh Brother Nod says, uh, do you see any world where Microsoft pays Apple and gets iMessage support on Windows from Microsoft 365 customers in your phone? Interesting. So one of the things I think many people, like myself, would love to see is I'm Apple's iMessage on the Windows PC. I understand why they would not put it on an Android device, but they have yet to put it on a Windows 10 PC, which is where a lot of their customers are, but Apple is trying to keep that locked garden. And so his point here is, would Microsoft explicitly pay Apple for that? I don't think they would, personally speaking. I'm not saying they wouldn't. And the other question is, would apple even let that like could microsoft go to them and say hey look here's x amount of dollars please let us use it for microsoft 365 that would be a big plus potentially for the, at least the home versions of it but um it, it's an interesting idea and then he said brother not also says last rumor was i pay i recall i pegged uh lockhart at two four teraflops with the xbox one x's uh, six teraflops, but I thought at some point you said that the new hardware might have uh, efficiencies that allow it to perform better than the T-flops might indicate. Is that possible with Lockhart? So potentially, yes. You, you got to remember, things like ray tracing aren't typically computed into T-flops, right? If you add ray tracing to a traditional game, let's just say a, a baseline game compared to Xbox One X and uh, Lockhart running at 1080p, 1080p here is the key because yes, the Xbox One X can run at 4K. I don't think the Lockhart is going to be targeted at 4K gaming. I mean, I don't want to say it can't do it, but I think the target is going to be 1080p, 60 frames per second, somewhere around there. So 1080p, 60 frames per second on Lockhart versus 1080p, 60 frames per second on Xbox One X should be about the same roughly. I know there's going to be small differences, Um, but then you add in ray tracing on the Lockhart and it would look a lot better. So just kind of keep those things in mind. Robert Duck says, on Windows 10, is there anything known about the gaming apps? There is a new Xbox app, uh, the Xbox Companion app, and then there was there's probably an Xbox Cloud app coming. He's absolutely right. And there are more Microsoft Store, uh, and then there's the Microsoft Store, and then there's maybe a new store app coming. Are they going to keep these apps separated, or will there be one to rule them all? So, uh interesting little approach here is that hey, Microsoft has a ton of like Xbox apps and all that. Will they combine them? I don't know. Um the reason the reason why I hesitate here is that Microsoft has completely and intentionally kept these things separate for a reason the only way they would do that is if they could launch a completely redesigned application um, i will fully admit though that like there's like the xbox companion app then there's the xbox store like they, they it would make sense and at one point they sort of were combined and which makes me wonder if there's something going on on the back end where they actually are going to relaunch it remember they did just push out an updated xbox app and so uh it could be part of the grander strategy Uh, Scott says, should we expect a Surface 4 laptop with the new Ryzen 4000 series chip this year? I believe that is on the agenda. The Surface Laptop 4 is due for, I should not say due for an update, they just did it, Um, but Microsoft is well aware of the performance issues of the AMD version that they shipped, and I believe they are going to be looking to move away from that here in the near future. And then Mr. PKI wrapping it up. For everyone's favorite ending question, do you think Microsoft did not use Mixer for the virtual build conference since they knew it was going to be shut down? Uh, interesting question, because Microsoft did not stream build on Mixer. It could... I mean, you could look at it. It's really easy to say, now, look, we're going to shut down Mixer. Let's just not even bother with it and, and deal with that overhead. The other part of it is build content on Mixer is just, it's not it's not the same audience really at all. Um, like GDC would, I guess, make some sense to stream on Mixer, but build, maybe not so much. Uh, and then he says, follow up question. Do you think that they will be able to restrict their high paid celebrities from not going back to Twitch? No, they can't. It's, I think it's already been announced that these guys are free agents again, effectively, and they just cashed out. And so I think they, I think, There's like three of them. I can't remember the third one, but I believe Ninja and Shroud are going to be going back to Twitch, uh, is at least my understanding, although things could change and are fluid at the moment. And so, guys, that wraps it up for this week. Been an interesting week of Microsoft updates and shutdowns and closures and Apple Arms and all that good stuff. As always, appreciate everybody hanging out and catch all of you right back here next time.